A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Fincast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. Fincast starts now. All right, it is officially week one of the 2021 NFL season. And for this episode of FinCast, we are going to be talking everything Falcons and Eagles. We actually have a special guest joining us in a minute. But right now, sitting alongside Brian Finneran, I'm Tyler Nelson, and this is FinCast. Finn, hey man. What's week up, brother? One. Week uh, one. Buenos dias. Week one of the Ponos, <laughs> finally. And yeah. you, just, you just can't wait. It'll be Tampa Bay and the Dallas Cowboys starting it off down there in, in Tampa. It's going to be a good game. Oh, man. I think it will be a good game. Dallas on hard knocks. Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, and the threesome at the receiver position. And uh, Cooper and company. And uh, I just think that team, they can figure out. And Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. There's there's an interesting caveat. So I think they have their hands full, obviously, with Tampa. But I think it will be a decent game. I think the spread's hovering around seven, which seems a little high. But Mm – Tampa Bay is loaded. Everybody's back, so it'll be fun to get football underway on Thursday night this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely uh, excited for that as much. And then, of course, on Sunday at 1 o'clock, uh, Eagles and Falcons at Mercedes-Benz. Okay, so having said that, um, you know, we, we have the depth chart sitting here in front of us, and we're looking at it, and there's some names we know, and then there's some who the hell is that name? <laughs> there, there's some names we know, but that we don't know much about. Mike Davis came over right. from Carolina. Had a nice year last year. He'd be our starting running back, mm-hmm. backed up by Cordell Patterson and Wayne Gallman, who we just picked up yep. uh, as a free agent. So it's an interesting mix back there. None of them were able to play in the preseason, not because they were hurt, just because it was they a coach's, saving them, yeah. coach's decision. So a lot of unknowns there in the in the backfield. The offensive line came together, I guess you could say. Matt yeah. Hennessy will take over the center position. He started two games last year for this club and did a decent job. So he has some familiarity with Matt Ryan. Jalen Mayfield is the Starting rookie. Starting to get an injury, especially, uh, right? Rookie out of Michigan mm-hmm. as Josh Andrews breaks his hand in practice last week. All right. And we'll go on IR for a little bit. So Jalen Mayfield, Michigan kid, rookie, was slotted as like a tackle, but has the ability to play guard as well, which he did at Michigan. Has a chance to get in there and do something. So we'll see what happens. And to round out the rest of the O-line, it's Caleb McGarry, Chris Lindstrom, and Jake Matthews right. at the left tackle. Um, so, you know, and, and obviously we know this is maybe the oldest trope about this team is that they're in salary cap hell, thanks to Dimitrov and, That's right. and Co. Uh, so where I see that kind of like really taking the most effect is in the secondary. There's a lot of concern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there certainly is. A.J. Terrell I really liked. Yes. Arthur Smith said this season, talking about Jalen Mayfield and some other guys, you're going to get baptized at some point, so you're going right. to learn on the job, which isn't always fun. Experience on the job is never fun especially in the NFL, especially when you're going up against really good football players. So you got A.J. Terrell, Fabian Moreau, a journeyman-type cornerback, uh, Eric Harris and Jerron Harmon, two veteran free agents that we picked up this mm-hmm. season as well. 
I really did like Kendall Sheffield, but he's he made the roster, but he needed to show himself and, and do some nice things. Isaiah Oliver has an opportunity to play a little bit as well. And then some of the new guys, TJ Green I liked, and Avery Williams was a dude that uh, that showed some stuff as well. Well, it's just what we need to see the most from those names like Isaiah Oliver, Kendall Sheffield, even A.J. Terrells. We need growth. We need to see the maturity, the, the, the evolution in the league. and and No doubt. Experience at the cornerback position is humongous. I always used to love going against young cornerbacks, right. especially in the nickel position or dime, where you had the third or fourth young guy coming in to try to cover you. Mm-hmm. There's something to the NFL about having the experience and know-how of running routes, knowing leverages, knowing where you're going, and the DB having to guess where you're going, understanding blitz packages and, and being able to cut off your route and do hot routes. So um, there is something to be said against go, about going against young guys in the cornerback Well, position. and I have a hell of a lot more confidence in Dean Pease than I do in uh, – or did in yeah. the, the uh, defensive coordinator over in Dallas now. Yeah, so. DQ, Dan yeah. Quinn. Um, so when it comes to special teams, I had a, I had a question, and this is mm-hmm. – I mean, it's not – a more of a hey explain this to me we have avery williams who i'm actually excited to watch returning punts and cordell patterson doing kickoff Mm -hmm. return why do we have two different people doing those two roles uh you know what i was able to i've done both in my football career not willingly but i was was thrown (laughs) into those positions whether it was a short kick on kickoff return i was back there at times uh and then on punt return i started out my punt return career as a uh called like an up back so I was like 30 yards away from the punter. So any missed muff punts or short kicks, I would get on and try to return as much as I could or fair catch. And then Alan Rossum was behind me, and Rossi would be the guy, and I would pick off anybody that came free just to get Rossi like an extra 5 or 10 yards. He made a Pro Bowl uh, right. a year that we had a really good kick punt return unit. With that said, uh, I don't think Rossum returned kickoffs for the most part. In the It's a different – Body type, for the most part, is a different mindset. Yeah. Punt return, you have a decision to make. You either fair catch it, which you can do on kickoffs now. You can either fair catch it or take your chances, and, and depending on where the punt is, sideline, deep, short, whatever. On uh, the kickoff game, if you catch that thing two yards deep, three yards deep, four yards deep, or four yards in front of the goal line, you're coming out yeah, for the most part. Made, right? And then you have to have that kind of a crazy-ass mindset where <laughs> – you got guys running full speed at you. Yeah, um, it's a different animal back there. So you got to be confident in your abilities. You got to be put together pretty good. With Cordell, Cordell Patterson is two twenty five. Yeah, so nobody's going to really blast him, and he, he does a good job of making guys miss. So um, different body types, different skill set for punt returns and kickoff returns. I'll never forget when I when I was younger and, and like played. I was probably middle school, I guess, and I started playing football. The first game, I'm on kickoff, like guard duty, like. I remember this guy running at me, and the next thing I know, on my back. Oh. Like I don't, I like woke, like I like legit got smacked. I, it's um, there's yeah, certain it's plays not, in football yeah. that make you question whether you want to keep playing yes, football. Yes, and that is at, definitely one of them. <laughs> especially at a young age, I covered a kickoff. I was a number two contained guy on kickoff coverage for most of my career, and would sprint down the field and have to keep everything inside of me. And we played the Saints when you used to be able to run the wedge, so they'd have three linemen sprinting at me, and I tried to take them out with my left shoulder one time, and ended up three yards out of bounds. I mean, oh. you just take. You, sometimes you just take one for the team, yeah. knowing that I just ate up two big fat guys, right? And now the guys inside of me covering the kick can go make There's a tackle, a lane, right? exactly. Okay, so moving to uh, Sunday then. Um, I mean, we're going to talk with our very special guest here in a second. Uh, this specifically from the Philadelphia side of things, but what are you? What are your? What are you excited about them? Other than just the obvious, Finn. Like, what are you looking for? What are some talking points Man. or some storylines that you're most interested? So, in? uh, new offensive and new defensive coordinators in Atlanta. You had one of the worst defenses mm-hmm. the last couple of years. 
at different parts. You were good at stopping the run, but bad at stopping the pass. I actually have a very interesting statistic for that that I found today. In 2020, the Falcons D led the league in 20-plus yard pass plays uh, with 66 and tied for third in touchdown receptions allowed, 34. Yeah. Giving so, up those, those yeah. plays, which is devastating for your team. Yes. Because those are huge plays, game-changing, field-positioning, position-changing plays where the momentum changes. You think you got guys stopped. Usually when you're throwing the ball down there on third down inside the red zone or in any down, it's because it's almost third down or you're deep in second and ten or whatever. And you think you can hold a team to a field goal, and then boom, shakalaka, I got your girlfriend, and I got a touchdown, and now everything changes. So it can be brutal, and the Falcons were brutal in the red zone and were giving up the big plays. So I want to see what Dean Pease brings to the table. Right. He doesn't have a ton of talent on the defensive side of the ball. He has enough players, I think, yeah. that, can, um, that can make plays. But I just have to wait and see what happens. And then offensively, what's our identity? Obviously, in Tennessee with Arthur Smith, it was running the football, play-action pass, Tannehill completing a high percentage of his passes, and Derrick Henry coming at you at all angles. So can we do that here? Matt Ryan, yeah, high completion, yes. understands play-action pass and that kind of thing. But Mike Davis, Derrick Henry And our is offensive not, line. Yeah, yeah. So it's the question marks are there for this team. You get to play a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts. Yep. Um, so hopefully you can take advantage of that. You got they got a nice running back in um, Miles Sanders. Uh, Devontae Smith is one of their young receivers as well, the Rager. So out of we'll Alabama. see what happens there with um, out of Alabama. Yeah, so it should be a pretty pretty good ball game considering where these two teams are right now. All right, well, so now joining us on FinCast is a very old friend of ours and now the host of the John Kincaid Show at 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. Your favorite carpetbagger in mind, John Kincaid. <laughs> how are you, sir? I named that show myself, by the way. Yeah, that was brilliant. Was, Did you come I was, up? I, refu I refused to do another and. I wasn't going to do the and guy. And that was one of my negotiation points. Are you if serious? Station, if a station called me and said, we want to put an and, and you're going to be the and guy, Buck got to be the headliner for 20 years. I said, hell no. That ain't happening again. Oh, well, hey, and, you know, and so it worked out well. How are you guys doing? Great, JK. Really good to hear from you, man. And, and as I told you multiple times, when you, when you had the nationally syndicated uh, John Kincaid show, it was a good reason to wake up early on a Sunday morning, and uh, I always enjoyed that. And I have listened to your show some, you know, from afar, obviously, through the app that y'all have. Um, so for those of you out there, and you YouTube, can. Yeah, so y'all can. Number one, the, the number one. Sports radio show in the country on YouTube. <laughs> that, show. That, well, yes. see, that was one of the reasons. And now, six eight, the fan has a live stream. We literally pointed to the to the John Kincaid show and said, "Hey, look, we've got to do this." So uh, that's yeah, great, and JK. Is, and Finneran probably wanted his face on something. Mm -hmm. You know, he thinks he's very handsome, so Thank it's you. probably that. That's probably part of it. I hope when I'm your age, my hair looks as good as yours does, brother. <laughs> I hope it does, too. I, I really do, too. I've got great faith in you, though. Love of a good woman can get you a long way. That's exactly so right. I think that that works. All right, real How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great, and I appreciate you asking. Things are good. We've got a new show down here called The Locker Room. Five dudes on the show, I've JK. Heard. It's I working think out. I'm the only person who's not on that. Show. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? The release. You know what? It, it really has um, kind of gelled and worked better than I think a lot of people have thought. So it's been fun to work with Joe Hamilton and home, home team Brandon Leak and Hudson Mason and John Michaels. We're, I think we're kind of we get a good room. Exactly, yeah, it really is. And, it's a good room with and and it's like the Royal Rumble of sports radio, I'm sure. And you probably each take the lead on different things and it's good. Yeah. And you got good people and good people always is a good formula. Yeah. No question about it. Real quick, my history between John Kincaid and I, 
has been me being the the student and him being the mentor and it happened early on in my radio career back in I don't know 02 and 03 and then again in 07 when I tore my knee up a couple times and needed to get a job because my wife wanted me to do something besides play football again <laughs> uh, and then again when I joined the crew at 680 uh, on a full-time basis in 2011 Johnny was always there for me and, and coaching me up and and uh, you really, I really was fortunate to have the people, especially like you, around me early in my radio broadcasting career to help me learn the ins and outs and, and teach me the ropes, buddy. So I appreciate you. Know you know what, though? You, you were listening. You yeah. listened, too. Is that, like, I would send Finn text, and I, we'll take him behind the curtain. Yeah. I would send him a text, and I'd say, are you okay with me position coaching? And, <laughs> I, and he'd say, sure. Yeah. And I'd say, on that interview, don't do this. On that live read, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And But you always were – you always were willing to listen, you know, and that and and learn a little bit. And I had people do it for me, and 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 obviously it's paid off for you, so it's awesome. I and I'm proud of you. Thank you, brother. Uh, your success up there in Philly once again. Hey, all right, big game this weekend, one o'clock on Sunday. The Philadelphia Eagles come down to Mercedes-Benz Stadium to face off against our Falcons. And I, I think there's a lot of question marks for both these teams. And we've talked about it as nauseum here on FinCast, uh, presented by Scana. Energy, but also uh, on our radio show, I want to know about Philadelphia and what the feeling is up there about that squad. Some of the question marks and the strengths and weaknesses. Well, I'm already endearing myself to my home folk, uh, where <laughs> I have publicly bet the under six and a half wins in the season. Oh my goodness! Uh, oh, man. So this is this is a team that I I believe is going to be right in that neighborhood. Though I think the Eagles are going to be a team that has with with a with a young offensive core. But with a veteranish offensive line, I I think they've got a chance to do some have some really good weeks and then have some bumps in the road where they make young mistakes and, and Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders. Right. But I love I love the young core, but I'm not going to full I'm telling the people I said I didn't come back here to tell you if I think your baby's ugly, I'm gonna tell you your baby's ugly. And I don't believe this <laughs> team is ready to win this year. But then I see the Falcons. Yeah. And I look at the Falcons situation, and I believe the Eagles are a better team than the Falcons. I think as far as roster-wise, I wouldn't trade the Falcons roster for the Eagles roster. Both lines of scrimmage, the Eagles, I believe, are decidedly better. Yeah, I think you're and, probably right there. And that's where I look at it and say, okay, but the big X factor as far as Sunday's game, of course, is Matt Ryan. And what Matt right. Ryan brings to the table is a veteran QB but this Eagles team, I've told them point blank. I think most fans are in the belief that they are going to be in the six-seven win category. Uh, it's a very blunt fan base, and, and Finn, you know it a little bit from your college career here, and when you played for the Eagles a uh, short time. It's a this is a blunt fan base. This isn't a fan base that goes, "We're going thirteen and four, and this is going to be a great." They tend to be slightly negative, right? And it's but they're very positive about the young pieces. But they're sort of negative on the outlook about what they can accomplish. Well, to that, John, with the young pieces comment, what are you overall as a as a quarter from the quarterback position? What are you expecting or looking for or hoping for from Jalen Hurts? I'm hoping that Jalen Hurts can get uh, can show me that he can stand in the pocket under duress and deliver the football mechanically sound. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz didn't do it. Carson Wentz got happy feet. And the thing is, is that you're going to see Jalen Hurts have a much more healthy right now, as of today, cross your fingers for Eagles fans, a very healthy offensive line coming up on, on, sun, on Sunday afternoon. And Jordan Mailata, the young left tackle, mm-hmm. who will only be having his fifth start, 
the, the guy is a beast. And when I uh, you talk to members of the Eagles offensive line about him, they rave about this guy and say he's going to be the next Jason Peters type guy. Wow, wow. That they're going to pencil him in for eight to ten years, and Mylotta is going to be a, a a huge hit here. Seventh round draft pick too, and it looks like he has been very stable and very good. So, I, I that, that that's what they're that's what we're looking for is Jalen Hurts not to not to cost them games. Right. Is that Finn? Is that a is that a yeah. bad thing that you're no, um, going into a year that you just you don't? I I don't believe I don't believe Jalen Hurts is the kind of quarterback that says Matt Ryan could put the Eagle he could put the Falcons on his shoulder Sunday afternoon and mm-hmm. win that football game if need be. I don't believe Jalen Hurts is at the point in his career where he could do something like that. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of experience and know how. And I and I think you're exactly right because we know how athletic and strong he is with his legs and can get out of the pocket and do some different things. But that system with Sirianni, it's almost like Doug Peterson's there again, West Coast, kind of Andy Reid type deal where you got to sit in that pocket, you got to take the pressure, you got to know where to go with the football and complete your passes at a high percentage. And you got to get rid of the ball fast. Yep. And that's one of the things Nick Sirianni's been talking about is um, he, he wants him. And he also says, too, the, the big negative, and Nick Sirianni has been very – revealing to me as a young coach because he's been not calling out his young quarterback, but he's been publicly challenging him. And he says, I need him to throw to spots. I need him to trust what he sees. He has to pull the trigger. He has to rip it. This is a guy who's been a bit tentative. And that's something to watch for on Sunday afternoon. Throw to spots. Trust that there are going to be guys are going to get there. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Watch Mm. for them on Sunday afternoon. Zach Ertz is healthy. He's strong. He's ready to go. Dallas Goddard is heading into year four. They're expecting big things out of him. It is one of the – a tight end can be a young quarterback's best friend. And and I have a feeling Jalen Hurts early in his career is probably going to be a little more checked down, Charlie. And having two really impressive right. tight end targets uh, is going to be a big – I think a big security blanket for him. All right. Let's get your uh, prediction on this ball game. Give me a score. What do you think might happen down here in the Benz, which is not, by the way, a home field advantage for my Falcons. I haven't seen it yet, not yeah. one time since they opened that building. By the way, the, the travel agents that travel for the Eagles. Oh, no. Already have we, I've already accounted for uh, over 10,000 fans coming. Jesus, it's so, brutal. And, and to me, that's just crazy because no other. I, and, and Finn, it's not. I'm not trying to knock my old. No, no, no. There, it's but, a fact. But it's a. There, there. You can't. There ain't. There isn't a visiting fan base that could ever get five thousand. Couldn't get four thousand seats to an Eagles game, let alone ten thousand some. Uh, and so it's not a home field advantage. And I think that could play a bit into it. That it's not going to be a disruptive thing for a young team. But I find it hard to believe that Matt Ryan is not going to find ways to put Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley Mm -hmm. in great situations. I do believe that the Falcons will not be able to run the football, which makes them Uh one-dimensional. So I'll go go slightly homer and say fourth quarter, the game can go either way. How about uh, 27-24? I'll pick Eagles in an upset. All right. Um, Slight upset. Are you going to be among the 10,000 there, Johnny? I will not. Uh, I purposely am hosting a party back here. I thought that it was good to distance myself from my Atlanta roots. uh, I thought it was a good thing, even though my wife and daughter are still back there. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, senior year at Marist is going well. Awesome. So uh, we, we still have that. We still have that tie to the area. But uh, I thought it was best for me to just distance myself 
from this matchup in that regard. So I will be hosting a party at a casino. And by uh. the way, when they get casinos in when they get casinos in Georgia, it is just going to be the most beautiful thing in the world. I, it is. So I think it's fun. coming probably. Oh my! Oh well, it better be. Yeah. Get off the set of Footloose. Seriously. I'm, I'm, hey, it, that's hilarious. Footloose. Pun intended. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> and, and get a betting app. And by the way, when everybody in Georgia, everybody in Atlanta is walking around with a betting app right. that they can wager on games too, it's coming. It's it is beautiful. It's beautiful. I am I am I am up from the initial deposit I made. I am up seventeen dollars. Is, that, is that in the right pocket or the left pocket? <laughs> no, I mean I, it's, my app is in my okay. my app. I'm up seventeen bucks for the year, and at one point I'm bragging because I was up like. I think I was up like 520. Oh I can't bet baseball. But you know what you do? You put $2, $3, $5, here and there, and Buck's going to be rolling his eyes at me going, you're, you're an addict. <laughs> That's our next call-in segment then, John Kincaid uh, with great. the lines and the betting, betting tips. Yeah. But. You guys, it is a pleasure. Love you guys with the fan. Love all the fan listeners, and great talking to you. Love you too, JK. Thanks, man, for Thanks, calling man. in. Um, again, John Kincaid from 97.5 The Fanatic and the John Kincaid Show in Philadelphia. So, all right. Well, uh, great to hear from Johnny. Um, mm-hmm. Love that dude and miss him. But so let's do Finn's Ring of Honor real quick. And then well, last thoughts, I guess. This is the one ring. Finn's Ring of Honor. All right. Ring of Honor this week. Finn's Ring of Honor. It will be. Got? I'm going with my man, Harry Douglas. Harry Douglas. So this would probably be the last receiver off the board. Yeah. I think I've covered most of them that I played with uh, for a long period of time or, or guys that really but just made another great name in terms of like just r- right behind Roddy and Eric Weems and some of these other guys you mentioned and Jank. Yes. Just like great group of wide receivers, just great dudes and on top of it. Between myself, Harry Douglas, Eric Weems, Michael Jenkins, and Roddy White, all five of us played a decade or more in the NFL, which is rare to see. We're in the same right. meeting room for at least five, six years together yeah. with all of us. So Harry Douglas was a feisty, angry <laughs> young man coming out of Louisville. He was the kind of, kind of guy that loved playing football and had a mindset that was great for our team because he came as like the third or fourth receiver. He wasn't afraid to play special teams, and he wasn't afraid to get after defensive backs. We had a thing in our room. We cut block dudes where you go down and you slice their knees out uh, from underneath them, supposed to hit them like right above their knee and their shit in their uh, quads. Right. And when you do that, you take their legs out. They get a little nervous about you being around their feet. They hate being cut. And we had a good group of guys. That, and part of the reason we led the league in rushing because our receivers are willing to block downfield. Harry is one of those guys. And then when he got thrown into action, when I was gone already, I think Julio Roddy got hurt and Harry had to step up and had a 1,000-yard season with Matt Ryan and, and did some nice things. So Harry Douglas – feisty, angry, kind of mellowed out a little bit throughout the course of his career and uh, did a nice job at the end of his career in in, um, Tennessee as well with the Titans. But uh, one of my favorite teammates, one of my favorite friends, one of my best friends to this day, and uh, love playing with him. He's the type of guy every football team needs on their team in order to be a really good squad. So Harry Douglas is in the ring of honor. Finns, Falcons, ring of honor. What uh, what is uh, Harry doing these days? Harry just got a gig with ESPN. Oh, good for him. That's awesome. So, yeah, he'll be busy, busy, busy this um, this season as a first stint with ESPN. They're using him a ton, college football, NFL stuff, and uh, first cool. take and all kinds of stuff. Cool. So congrats cool, to him cool, as cool. well. Well, Harry Douglas, the most recent inductee into Finn's Falcons Ring of Honor. Okay, so wrapping up this uh, week one of uh, the 2021 season episode of FinCast, brought to us by Scana Energy. If the Falcons win, what went right? 
the run game got got going. Yeah. Um, they got close to or over 100 yards rushing. Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley probably found the end zone. Like John Kincaid referred to, you probably got to score 28 points to beat a team, the talent that they have on the Eagles roster, which which is which is decent. Miles Sanders is a nice player. We talked right. about the other guys on that roster, the good tight ends as well. So I think if you get to 28 points and can establish a run game, protect Matt Ryan, those are all things that happen. And defensively, you sack Jalen Hurts two or three times. That was going to be my key. I said, if if I'm if we're I'm doing the keys to victory, that's mine. As I think that we need to between um, Fowler and Grady, I think we need to get we need to get him on the ground a couple times. No doubt, no doubt. When you affect a young quarterback, yeah, uh, like that. Dean Pease draws up some nice plays. So pressure the quarterback, get him on the ground. Um, Calvin finds the end zone like he seems to do almost every single game. Matt Ryan's uh, really good back there, and then the run game finally comes and becomes something after Dirk Cutter is gone. So, all right, well, you know, I can't say I disagree with John on his prediction, but I'm hoping it's 27-24 uh, the other direction. That's exactly <laughs> right. That would be fine with me. Okay, well, go Dirty Birds, and uh, we will see you next week on FinCast. Peace. Tuning into FinCast, powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas provider of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and produced by Tyler Nelson. Intro and outro music by Atlanta band Gringo Star with their song, I Will Not Follow. Feel free to reach out about the podcast to tyler at 680thefan.com. FinCast is hosted on thepodcastpark.com by 680thefan and can be heard wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next week on FinCast. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. 
like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 